0: Hello and welcome to Uber Neuro, the podcast designed to showcase and spotlight amazing people living amazing lives in their own way with various um, neurodiversities, whether it's uh, autism, Asperger's, ADHD, Tourette's, dyslexia, dyspraxia, and any of the uh, stations on this incredibly wonderful spherical 360 degree spectrum that all of us live on. Um, today I've got uh, a fantastic chap joining me and we're going to explore his journey, uh, the challenge he faced, what happened next and where he is now and the objective of course as all of you know if you've been listening so far and for those of you that don't know is to speak to all of those out there with neurodiversities who think it's their fault, who've given up, who need a bit of inspiration, who are going for it and want to know they're not alone, including my my young son who's got autism. So this is for him. This is for all of them. Uh, so do share because you never know who is going to listen to this and it could change their lives. And by the way, if you don't think you've got a neuro, neurodiversity and you listen to this, you're going to learn about amazing people and you're going to learn how to be kinder in life. Well, to, to anybody, neurodiversity or not, you're going to learn how to be kinder to people and let their brain patterns let the way they work uh dictate how you work with them as opposed to trying to force them to work the way you work because that's not how we all work so without further ado let me introduce you to an incredible chap i've met recently via a friend um, his name is ben leach ben are you there yes i am hello ben thank you for joining us today i'm really really excited to speak to you um, for lots of reasons uh, but we've had a good initial chat and I'm I'm fascinated by your journey and by your story. Um, so let's start at the beginning, Ben. Tell us what challenge you faced and when. Well,
1: I was born two months um, premature when I was born. And my um, early start to life wasn't very good at all. Um, I had um, fits up to the age of four. I was guinea pig to... Um, to doctors to, for trials out on different drugs and I fought it all through my childhood and um, was forced to go to boarding school so it was quite a difficult start to the beginning of my life and I've managed to turn it around in the last 20 years.
0: Amazing, so what specific neurodiversity uh, did you discover about yourself and when?
1: Um, I didn't find out until about 2010 that I had Asperger's, but I knew I was, was different to other people because yeah. of the way I used to interact with other people, with um, social things and my behaviours to certain situations and the way I used to collect things and put things into order and that. Right. So I knew from a young age I was on the spectrum somewhere. But I'm not sure where, so Amazing. that's why I got myself diagnosed.
0: Amazing. And how did you feel when you got that diagnosis? What, what sort of emotional range did that take you through?
1: Oh, it made me um, feel relieved more than anything because I knew that I knew what to do. And having a psychologist to go and see on a weekly basis sort of gave me more of an insight of what aspergillus is and how to deal with it on a daily basis.
0: Yeah. I think there's a common theme I see, Ben, when I'm speaking to people that their diagnosis is actually quite relieving. You know, because it kind of confirms what they suspected and they can then get on with their lives. Is that similar for you?
1: Yes, it was, because I was employed. I'm now self-employed. I work for myself, but back then I was employed. And a lot of employers were not set to me as an employee. Yeah. Because they thought I had them um, uh, social skill problems. I wasn't interacting with other people I was working with. And I thought I was not a good role model for their customers, so it was, it was very tough times when I was employed.
0: I can imagine. I mean, it's not a very sensitive world. Well, certainly, you know, it's more sensitive now than it was. But what, 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 when was this roughly? Nineties. What, what sort of? Or um, or, I, don't, I don't know how old you are, so I'm just guessing. I'm,
1: 40, I'm forty-two now, and this is okay. back in the early two thousands to about two thousand twelve when I went self-employed. Yeah. So it was quite. A, it was when I first got into the IT industry. I, I joined the IT industry in the, in the early two thousands and worked my way right up to the top. But it was very difficult because a lot of people put me down on on the journey. But I never gave up. So it was it was quite a tough time back then. Amazing.
0: Now I can I can imagine. To be honest, you know uh if if you don't know that it's asperger's and if nobody else knows they'll just make judgments don't I think that's what people do they just make judgments don't they about well he, he's not talking quickly enough or he's not catching on quickly enough or whatever it was and people can be cruel so I can imagine um but but you still did very well you said you went quite a long way how how what what sort of what was the pinnacle of your career when you were employed what sort of thing were you doing?
1: Well, my last role being employed was a systems manager, was like, like equivalent to an IT manager. So I did quite well considering what I've got, because sure. I started as a helpdesk support person. Yeah. Within ten years, I worked my way right up to the top. It was quite a hard journey, but I never gave up on it.
0: Amazing! Wow. I mean, that must have been really satisfying as well to know that, you know, despite or because of your neurodiversity, you had skills. And those skills propelled you upwards, even though you weren't necessarily measuring up to some people in one way, you were obviously measuring up and compensating in other ways. So that um, that must have been quite comforting. I mean, your work must have meant a lot to you as well. because
1: Yeah, um, I think anyone who's got my condition, it's eye to detail. And that's the reason what may be different to the other people. Maybe I didn't have the social skills, yeah, I had the technical skills to right. do the job. I always learn more quicker than other people and resolve things quicker because my brain works in a different way to other people. It's more of a logical way than a a social sort of way.
0: And, And it's amazing how, you know, when we were speaking earlier, you used the word disability and we, you know, society, some people might consider that a disability and yet you're clearly, you know, more able than me when it comes to, the IT specialisms and, and those sorts of skills that you were strong at, you know, clearly you're not disabled there. You're, you're better able, uh, mm. And, you know, and, and, and again, you know, this reminds me There's a lovely lady I've spoken to on the podcast who I speak to a lot, Kelly from born anxious. And she always talks about how, you know, autism and all neurodiversities are really about kindness and about actually if people had been kind to you and, learnt to work with you not to their standards but to the way you worked you know imagine how much further you'd have gone and how much further they'd have gone as well because obviously you'd have succeeded more as a team and and it's yeah. a real you know as uh, it, 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 I, th- I think i think people in neurodiversities are here to teach the world to be kinder and i think with more kindness we'll all be happier so yeah
1: um, that's, that, that you're very very true there Alan. very true i mean um, they, they are missing a trick cause if we're treated fairly, we would actually. I'm the kind of person, if someone speaks to me wrong, I won't reply. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people like like myself who. And I used to answer back to my boss as well. And I think that a lot of people with my condition don't like being put down.
0: No, of and course. That's
1: a common, that's a common thing. And, and I think what got me into trouble when I was employed is that I fought myself back. Yeah. didn't like that.
0: You stood up for yourself. Yeah. Wow. It's interesting. You just said, you know, with anyone with this condition, you know, we don't like, we don't like being, uh, what was the exact wording you just used? We don't like being treated badly or something, you know, but I don't think, I don't think anybody wants to be treated that way. I think, I think we're all, ironically, neurodiversity or not, we're all the same. We all want to be treated with decency, fairness, dignity. We all want people to recognize what we're good at and support us with what we're bad at. You know, none of us are perfect. So it's kind of, you know, um, I think that's the point Kelly makes—that you know, it's teaching everyone to be more kind because none of us are perfect. You know, so
1: yeah, it's yeah, right. You know, and uh, we all have different gifts. I mean, my sort of gift is that, uh, having my condition, I've got an excellent memory. I can remember back to i was three years old, and uh, wow. and when I go to pub prisons and that, I can normally guess the answer <laughs> quite quickly. It's a it's a gift there, and um, amazing. That's why I see it as. It's not a disability. It's a gift because I've got a gift to remember things better than most people and and solve problems quicker so it's not a disability yeah, I don't class it as a disability
0: no I don't I, don't, I mean I, I, I <laughs> far from it I think uh you know I think there's clearly uh <laughs> you know I, I reference this chap quite a lot in my podcast but there's a chap called Stephen Wiltshire who's the artist I don't know if you've seen him uh he's an incredible chap a young man who has a uh, um neurodiversity I think it's Asperger's um, and uh, he can draw from memory like the entire New York skyline mm. like like every window like in every yeah. building for like five miles you know I mean you know it, there's nothing disabled about that <laughs> you know that's yeah. a that's a superpower I mean I'd love to be able to do that and I'd love to be able to solve problems where you do them and I'd love to we've all got these individual Strengths and weaknesses. Uh, just a quick question. You said that you collected stuff when you were younger. Um, I think I heard you right. Did you collect something? Yes. Um, what was I it? still
1: do now. It drives my wife married. I collect <laughs> um, vinyl records. And Oh, wow. The thing with some with my condition, all the records are in alphabetical order yeah. and yeah. in chronicle order. Wow! And if they get put out of order, it sort of mucks up the procedure. Yeah. So you have to re it the order again. Wow. And how many have yeah. you got? Uh, about close to
0: 4,000.
1: Wow. So it takes the whole spare bedroom up,
0: but that's... But, but I mean, I bet there's a lot of amazing stuff. I mean, and So you've been doing that for 30 odd years or so.
1: Yeah, I started in about the early 90s collecting that vinyl and wow. that Yeah.
0: Well, it's probably worth a fortune as well. Your wife should encourage you. You could, could be millionaires yeah. one day. It's like, it's like the Del Boy of, uh, the Del Boy of LPs, you know, one day you could find the rarest, uh, that's amazing. I mean, I think, I think, again, I think it's one of those things where, you know, um, it's an incredible demonstration of a commitment and attention to detail and attention to a topic. Um, so, all right, so that's the challenge you faced. So tell us where you, tell us where
1: you are now. What's, what, tell us who you've well, been today. Well, I'm in my seventh year of business now, and it, well, it's quite amazing how time goes quickly. And it's something I've always dreamed I thought never happened, and it has happened. And I've just moved into my first own office, moved out of home, so that was a a big achievement as well. And um, I've just taken on my first uh, self-employed engineer as well. So it's it's going from strength to strength. The business is growing nicely, it's getting bigger. I'm getting some good clients now. This is All I was told when I was a kid, this had never happened. Wow. it's happened, so it's a good achievement to have.
0: It's an incredible achievement, Ben. I think that's, you know, that's you you know, following your life story and not letting anyone else tell you what your life story is. That's you saying, well, I frankly do what I like. Thank you very much. And you know, this is what I can do. And being in business for seven years is no mean feat. Never mind hiring uh, an engineer, you know, being in business for two years is amazing. Being in business for five years is incredible. So you're obviously doing something right and you're growing. So that's obviously an impressive state of affairs. Mm. Um, and I, I, I think I saw uh on Facebook, is there a family around? Obviously, you mentioned your wife, and you drive her mad with your LP. So you've got a family as well.
1: Yes, I've got a. Um, I've also got a 14-year-old daughter, and that's like you're saying about with your son. My yeah. daughter hasn't got Asperger's, and it, and I've actually found it hard over the years to try and get to understand, but she's slowly getting there. Wow, it took a long time for her to understand that I'm different to other fathers. Sure. 'Cause she sees her her friends' fathers and they're totally different to me. Sure. But you know, that's why I let her come to one of my psychology sessions so she could um see a psychologist and the psychologist explained that how different I am to other parents. So Amazing. A good, way, a good way of doing it, I think.
0: Absolutely. Well, the more she understands, the better, and it'll make you know help her understand other people with similar similar neurodiversities and you know mm. challenges. It's incredible. So, so there you were, a young lad, frankly written off, um, and now family, business, staff. um, Where'd you go next? What what's next? How far is Ben going to go? Do you reckon? <laughs> well,
1: I think the next step is is to to help other people with Asperger's and autism. I've started to go into schools, and schools have got me to go in there to talk about my journey. Fantastic. The book's on its way, so the book will be written, because I'd like people to know more about what it was like back in the 1980s when we was all put into a boarding school and sent away from home. It was a bad way back then. It was a difficult time. And I think people need to know what actually it was like for the person to be in that sort of situation.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that must be that must have been difficult, and away from your family. And, and how are you with your your family now? I mean, uh, did that interrupt your your family relationships? And I'm i I'm um, to a
1: degree. I'm still very close to my mother. Um, my mum and dad's marriage um sort of collapsed after I left school, but I'm, it's not surprising because it was a difficult time for both of them sure. when I was away. So. But we still keep in touch, me and my father and my mum my and my sister still keep in touch. So it's all good. and still good family unit there.
0: Amazing. Brilliant. Well, that's really good and important as well. Um, and, and presumably their relationship with you changed when your, di- when your diagnosis came in as well. Uh, I yeah, remember. I
1: think my mum found it difficult to sort of accept it. But I think she, she's accepted it now and it's been... And it's really good because she sort of knows I'm a little bit different. She knew that anyway, but mm. I've always been a sort of a, a firstborn, so yeah, cool. a bit closer. Me and my mum have been very close.
0: Yeah, amazing. Um, I think mums and sons, <laughs> I mean, my wife and my son are very close. I, I, I think it's kind of a norm, isn't it? I mean, all parents are close to their kids, but I often see uh, mums and sons and dads and daughters tend to... Uh, yes yeah, so it's like
1: a that generalization yeah and my dad yeah it's it's
0: like that yeah it's a generalization but it seems to be the case doesn't it um all right and you and i think you mentioned to me you're writing a book as well yes i am amazing so tell us a I bit about right. the book
1: the book's called Asperges and me and it goes right through when i was a, a young boy of about two or, two or three right up to today and it goes through my journey how i was uh, not accepted by society and how I overcome that ob- objection. Amazing. So I think it's a good book. It'd be a good book for a lot of people who've got my condition and for others to understand more about a person who lives with it. I'm currently reading a book at the moment with a man who has got severe dyslexia and how his journey's been, and that's a fantastic book as well.
0: I'm sure that's incredible. Can you rem- what's the name of that book?
1: Oh... Uh, got <laughs> in my <laughs> don't worry, no problem It's you a good tell. book it's, a, it's through an eyes of someone who's got dyslexia so it's a it's a good book to read because you can see how the man's dealt with dyslexia
0: yeah, yeah indeed, and I guess the severity there was a really ch- incredible chap I interviewed a few weeks ago. Ben called the uh doc called dr Dyslexia. he's based in Wisconsin in America, and he he was I mean, effectively, functionally illiterate at the age of 18 was written off, uh, uh, you know, young um, lad given no chance, really, no support. And then he found uh, 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 someone who would help him. And despite going from very heavy dyslexia and not being able to read at all at the age of 18, Uh, I think he's in his mid-30s now, and he is a doctorate of literacy and teaches literacy in schools and universities. Um, Yeah. Which is, again, incredible journey, isn't it? You know, it just goes to show you, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks uh, about your abilities. They've got absolutely no ability to predict and project what you can and can't do.
1: Um, Yeah, you're totally right there, because when I went back to a school reunion four years ago when they was going to pull down the school in market. That's like an end of an era when the school was pulled yeah, down. Yeah, sure. Um, and I went back and a lot of these teachers come up to me and said, Ben, you've done better than we've ever thought. Amazing. And they was all, they was all very pleased. Because A lot of them said back then in the 90s, I'll never do what I've done. Of course. One of them said I'll just be sweeping the floor for a living. So it's a it's a big thing to prove them all wrong and go back there four years ago.
0: Amazing. That, that I can't... The, 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 the feeling of accomplishment that that must have given you on that evening at that school reunion must have been, I mean, you must have been soaring in the clouds, must have been amazing. Um, yeah,
1: because um, I've actually proved a lot of the doubt was wrong. Brilliant. And um, it's good because yeah, I thought my life was going to end up that way. But then it was back in the mid-90s, so I had a light bulb moment and saw that, no, I don't want that. I don't want that life. So I changed. And I think you have to do that.
0: Tell us about that light bulb moment.
1: And it's because I went to uh, Mid Kent College in Maidstone. And I was told then, because I went to Leyland, that I wasn't uh, good enough. And then I proved them all wrong by they put me on a foundation course mm. and I passed it quicker than anyone else. Wow. And then, they, and then they did it again and I passed that one again. So they didn't believe me after passing the first course, they put me on another one. And I did exactly the same. Wow. And I walked away from that college three years later with equivalent to two A-levels. And so this proved that they had it wrong at the time. Amazing. Amazing. As being branded is not a good way. It makes you stronger, I think. And I think that's what made me stronger, when you get branded by people.
0: Yeah, because it gives you something to push off of, doesn't it? Yeah. Interesting. So actually, yeah, that's really interesting. So sometimes therefore for some people, being told they can't do something, it's almost issuing a challenge, isn't it? You know? Yes. I mean I know if I say to my thirteen year old son, don't do that or you can't do that, the first thing he's gonna try and do is bleeding well do it. You know, he's gonna absolutely if I say don't don't swing the chair that way, he's gonna absolutely immediately swing the chair that way. You know. So I think there's that kind of stubbornness and um Uh, it's not a recognized neurodiversity but I'm pretty sure we're pretty sure my son has it it's called PDA pathological demand avoidance pathological demand avoidance means that if someone has a demand on you you will pathologically avoid it you will you know so if I say can you load the dishwasher you'll be like no 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 there's a thousand reasons why I can't load the dishwasher and I think part of that is you Know the stubbornness to, to own oneself, and I think your light bulb moment is a bit like that. It's I'm not going to just do what everyone said, you know, why would I? It's amazing, yeah,
1: true. It is, and um, and I think that's what eased me on to doing my career actually because I was told I'd never work in it ever. Amazing, and uh, it's not, it's nice to prove people wrong, really, and um, yeah. I'm doing what I've always wanted to do now, and it, and I just want to help others achieve the same thing.
0: Amazing. So, Sorry, I interrupted you. There, you were about to say something. Was no, I
1: just saying. That's just, it's just. I want to help the other people do the same thing because it, it's important to have your dream really, and um, and try and achieve it. And uh, that's why I created my own Facebook page called Achieve. It's exactly the same thing. I need to do more on there but it's because my own business has taken off for a reason why i've not done so much recently but what's the facebook
0: page Ben? it's called
1: it's called achieve and it's about giving tips and ideas on how to deal with autism on a daily, daily basis
0: i'm just looking for it now will i find it on your i'll try and find it and we'll share it um I can't find it right now, but I'm sure, is it going to be somewhere on your own personal Facebook? Will I find it on there?
1: Yes, it'll be, right, it'll cool. be one of my pages. All right, and, we'll um, The whole idea is to give people tips on how to deal with um, autism on a daily basis. And I think the one of the most important ones is Mindfulness, a book called Mindfulness. It's a brilliant book, and um, it gives you tips on breathing exercises and, and stress control things to deal with anxiety it's a good book it's very good I think even Ruby Wax has actually read it so a few famous people have read it as well and commented how good the book is
0: I love that and I, I I just think it's incredible isn't it you know I'm just keep referring back to what Kelly from Born Anxious said about kindness and i've just looked at your intro on facebook i was just looking for your page and i just looked at your intro and it says a kind considerate person who would help a person in need and and they call it a disability ben <laughs> you know uh you sound like a lovely bloke with a with a lovely life and a family and a job i, I don't see you know i don't see limitations i only see possibilities and yeah. i think i think you're, you're the same you don't see limitations you only see possibilities this is my life and damn it i'm gonna live it you know yeah I, that's think, it. I think I think that's incredibly empowering for everybody.
1: yeah, and I think that's the way you've got to live your life. and that's the reason why my customers always come back to us because you're such a kind-hearted person who would actually help yeah. help. And that's the reason why I don't lose my customers because they like the way I, um, I treat them. I treat them like a human being, and I do the best I can to help them. so
0: I'm sure I'm sure, I'm sure they absolutely love working with you because you're just uh, like you said kind human being everyone that's all everybody wants there's a there's a marketing guru called Gary Vaynerchuk who you may or may not have heard of and he said a couple of weeks ago that the best marketing strategy is four letters C-A-R-E just care all you got to do is care and it strikes me that that's built into your DNA you couldn't not care could you I mean it's just no part of who you are it's amazing
1: it's like a man rang me up this afternoon and said, you don't mind me ringing you, do you? He said, it's the same problem again, Ben. but I know that you'll deal with it. And it's nice to have that sort of thing. People know yeah. that I don't mind going the extra mile or helping them because they know that I always will. Yeah. And, that's, and that's what my ex-employees never saw in me, you see.
0: Amazing. And, well you know unlucky for them really isn't it
1: <laughs> yeah they've not they've lost someone who well that's it could have um helped grow their business but that's one of those things
0: well hopefully they'll hear this podcast hopefully they'll see something of you nowadays and they'll realize that uh, they've got something to learn from you and I th- i've learned an awful lot ben talk just talking to you for a short period of time i can see why spencer uh, our mutual friend put us in touch and i'm very grateful that he did um mm. Uh, you know, I've got so much wisdom from listening to you um, and I'm sure that anyone listening to this will, will, will agree. Um, Well, look, thank you so much for joining us, Ben. I'm really grateful. Um, uh, I hope you have a fantastic evening and weekend and to everybody else. That's my pleasure, mate. Absolutely. Uh, And to everybody else um, uh, who's listening, uh, thank you so much for listening. Please do share um, because I guarantee someone out there aged eight or 14 or 23 or 36 is going to hear what ben has to say is going to totally identify with it and frankly just because you shared this it's going to change their life and mm. that makes me excited it makes me i'm going to feel a little bit easier. you know i'm going to sleep a little bit better tonight and i'm sure ben you'd agree that yeah that's the mission
1: and when the book comes out next year then i think that'd be a a good thing as well we'll share that
0: for sure absolutely keep us us posted on your journey there and we'll have you back on the show uh maybe in a few months anyway just to check in but certainly when it comes out we'll definitely uh we'll definitely get you get you on board and we'll do our best to support that book um so thanks once again ben for joining us
1: you're welcome yeah
0: and thanks to everybody else for listening this has been uber neuro and please do share and care and love and be kind and uh we'll be back next week